0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Brewed Up and Spit Out podcast. I am your host, as always, Justin Wojo Wojo Wojo-Howitz, along with my co-host, Scott Big Friction Stone. Big Friction in the house on, this is uh, September 22nd, 2020. Um, Sorry we missed you guys last week. We had some stuff going on we had to take care of, so we were unable to put out an episode, unfortunately. But we're back. We're back and ready to go this week. And, Scott, tell the people what we have to drink today.
1: Today, from BrewDog, we have a pulp patriot oh. raspberry milkshake IPA the
0: brew dog that was my brew dog impression did you like it
1: i uh <clears throat> i guess i have never heard of brew dog so i'm going to just go with you and that's agree probably with what it one sounds like. like i don't know i mean i can i can agree with that i guess Hell i have fine. no idea
0: dessert for the daring is what it says on the side of the i cam. mean i
1: dare I dare, so... Who
0: dares wins, what they say, right? Yes, he
1: who dares wins, I think. Someone but this, said that at some point. This I is an idea.
0: IPA, and I'm deathly afraid of IPA. So... Uh, my sticker my sticker is on the top. I can't even drink it. That's rough, man. I gotta take the sticker off. Hold see, on. I
1: prepared. I knew that. I saw that before we went in.
0: Taking a sm- It smells good. does smell good. All right, let's see how it is. Oh, that's an IPA, yeah. Ooh,
1: that's an IPA. Yeah. What did you say IPAs taste like? Tastes like pine cones. Tastes like Mother Nature. If you enjoy drinking pine cone, IPA is for you. But uh, I, I I do like nature, and I do like pine cones, and I do enjoy a good IPA.
0: So, I, uh, I like this one right now so far. So far? You know what? I gotta say, I don't like IPA, but I don't hate this one. I don't hate it yet. The problem with IPA is, the last few sips for me, like... That last few sips, for some reason, just seem so bitter and nasty, and I don't like them. But, you know, maybe this one will be different. The, the first little sip wasn't bad, so... Well, let's uh, let's just wait and see then, I guess. Let's explore. All right, Scott, so we missed a lot of stuff last week in week two of the NFL. I'm sorry, week one of the NFL. But now we're back. Wait, no, the week two? I don't even know. What week is it? What week we, are we in? We're going to be going into week three. We okay. just finished week two. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My fantasy matchup had me shook this week. <laughs> yeah, you... I don't want to talk about it. Tell tell us what happened, Scott. Well, we were
1: playing in a two-quarterback league, and I I want to ask all of you if you'd assume that a second quarterback in your lineup would get you more than a single point.
0: One point. That's, That's 25 yards, or 10 rushing yards, or 10 receiving yards if they somehow catch a pass. Kirk Cousins could not even get me a
1: single fantasy point. It's he got good. me 0.78 fantasy points.
0: And, Scott, tell the people um, how many points you lost by. I lost by five. And how many points were you up by at the end of the first set of games? 60-something. Yeah, we were all looking at each other, and I said, Scott, you're fine. Scott, you're, you're going to be I was, all right.
1: I was shook. I knew it. I knew it right away. I knew it right away. Kirk Cousins, you're dead to me. I hope the Vikings go
0: 0-16. <laughs> We were, we were very wrong in that prediction.
1: I, I Yeah, I gave them too much
0: credit. So uh, did I, though, it, it's, honestly. It's just not looking good in Minnesota whatsoever. No. And I just happened to put up 165 points in a game where that would win me probably every matchup but a couple, and the guy I'm facing at 215, which is unheard of in fantasy. Anytime you're over 200, everything went right, and this man had 100 points between Josh Allen and Aaron Jones, so we're just going to regroup and maybe blow my whole team up and start from scratch next week but this week in real football Scott there was a lot of interesting things that happened um obviously the first thing that comes to mind when you think of this week was all the injuries that happened um a lot of star players are out for the season right now Saquon Barkley is out for the entire year for the Giants which is a shame um Nick Bosa is out for the entire year for the 49ers who else Christian McCaffrey Christian
1: McCaffrey's injured uh
0: a lot of other guys also got nicked up so my question to you is what do you attribute this to do you think it's a a lack of conditioning thing due to a lack of offseason and COVID restrictions or just a free coincidence? What do you think? I think
1: it's definitely due to the coronavirus, like, shutting everything down in the preseason. Like, there was no time for these guys to get game ready. I mean, sure, you had a couple preseason practices, but no games to bring them up to speed. And there was no real workouts up until a couple months ago. Like, usually off-season workouts are happening all the time. So, these guys are not game-conditioned. And you're really seeing it on the field. There's been so many injuries. I think I read a stat on ESPN. There was, like, 18 or so significant injuries already. Like, that's insane by week two. And you're not just losing, like, no-name players. Like, a lot of your major stars are getting injured. Like, it's it's so weird to see this year. And it could really mean the difference between who you thought was going to make the playoffs and a team now that could be in real trouble.
0: And I'm, I'm, I agree with you to a certain degree. I think that at least has to shoulder some of the blame. But I think it, it could just be, at least in some sense, a, a free coincidence. You look at some of these guys, and the guys who got injured are some of the greatest athletes in the world Saquon Barkley and Nick Bosa. You know, these guys are at peak physical condition, and these guys work hard all offseason. It's not like it used to be where, you know, you only worked out during the football season. These guys prepare year-round. They're in great shape all the time. And I just don't... I don't know. I don't I don't think I can buy... Especially ACL injuries, man. Like, an ACL injury can happen to me walking up the stairs right now. Like, it can happen to anybody at any time. I don't know. You're one of those COVID truthers, man.
1: Look, I know. I know. But look, I don't believe that you would have this many injuries when you have a preseason. The whole point of the preseason is to get people ready for the games. And the speed of the games is incredibly fast now. So... If you're not ready for it, your body's not ready for it, then you're going to see a lot of injuries. And uh, a lot of people were stuck inside this whole offseason because of COVID. So to me, it definitely plays a huge role in it, at least in my opinion, because to say it does otherwise is just, I don't know, man. Like, there's too many injuries right now for it to all be just a coincidence. I don't know, know man. Part.
0: I don't know. Maybe it's the aliens. Oh no, The COVID aliens. The cove aliens. <laughs> the cove aliens. You heard it here first. COVID aliens. Scott, what in the world happened at the end of the, the Falcons and Cowboys game? I, I'm a Giants fan. I was, I was shook. I was sick to my stomach, man.
1: As someone who has Dak Prescott on his fantasy team, I was happy, even though I hate the Cowboys. It didn't
0: matter at the end of the day for you, though.
1: At the end of the day, no. No. But Oof. that game right there was egregious. That was an absolute never-should-have-happened scenario. There was nothing, especially about the onside kick— there was nothing about that. It's like the guys on the field didn't know the rules. Like they didn't think they could jump on it before it got to the yeah. ten yard
0: line. And and I get it to a degree. You don't necessarily want to jump on the ball if there's not a, a real danger, because then, God forbid, you don't pick it up or it squirts loose. Then it's a live ball. But you know, once that ball got seven or eight yards, you can look at it and see that ball's not stopping. That thing's not going to curve. That thing no was going one straight. Even
1: made an effort until they saw uh cowboys people jump on it
0: the thing i don't get too is if if you're afraid of jumping on the the onside kick which is perfectly reasonable why don't you just hit people on the cowboys yeah clear them out of there so they can't just jump on it when it goes 10 yards box them out like in the nba put yourself between that guy and the ball like the when the cowboys guy jumped on it he was the only guy that could have gotten it like no one was checking him no one was trying to stop him it was one of, one of the strangest plays I've ever seen. So let me
1: ask you this, and I think I know where your opinion falls on this: Is this more on the Cowboys coming back
0: or on it's, the Falcons? It's on the choking? Falcons. Are are the Falcons? Are they just like the most? I don't. I don't want to say cursed because I feel like these are all self inflicted wounds. Like first you have twenty eight to three in the Super Bowl when you have Devontae Freeman running the hell out of the ball. Which by the way, shout out to Devontae Freeman signing with the Giants today, pending a COVID nineteen test, but. It looks pretty good there. Shout out to him. Um, but he was killing it. He was killing the Patriots in the Super Bowl. And they're up by four sc- four scores. Why do you stop running the ball? You know, and then stuff like this yesterday. A basic understanding of the rules and situational awareness prevents that from happening. But, you know, it's the Falcons. So, of course, something like that's going to happen.
1: Yeah, it really makes no sense to me. Um, that's on coaching. Like, that kind it's of mentality is on coaching. So. It has to be. And i have heard a lot of Cowboys fans say that it's like one of the greatest comeback wins for them They're like they are the ones who are solely responsible
0: for it and I'm just like you
1: guys were given that game
0: you like, were I like, mean you were given that game any reasonable fan should be able to look at that and say you know we didn't necessarily deserve it, but you take wins it's it's the NFL you take wins when you get them you know you can't be picky and choosy, especially in a, a season like this where anything can happen you take everyone you can get, but this one might not have been deserved no absolutely not. All right, so moving on, a game, another game that I'm really surprised at was last night, Monday Night Football, the Saints and the Raiders. You know, the Saints came out like gangbusters, man. They put up a couple scores real early. Um, they stopped the Raiders on defense. The Raiders looked flat. They didn't look good at all. And then all of a sudden, the momentum just seemed to swing, and the Raiders ended up taking it to the Saints. People are actually starting to clamor and say, is Drew Brees starting to get to the end of his rope? Um, I'm interested to hear what you think about that.
1: When you have a player like Drew Brees, it, it's the same as Tom Brady pretty much. He's done playing when he says he's done playing. Yeah, I agree. And with that. and you give that man as long of a leash as he wants because no matter how we've well, seen it, how many times, how many times have people counted out Drew Brees and then all of a
0: sudden he's having like an MVP type season. Yeah, and he, and he started out yesterday. He was fine. I mean, he ended up throwing for three hundred yards, and granted, a lot of it was when they were down already by a decent amount and they had to throw the ball. But
1: three hundred yards the and thing a is touchdown. To you also have to realize your main downfield threat is out of the game that's true he's injured michael thomas one of the best receivers in the league is out that's going to affect any quarterback's pr- uh production not let alone drew Brees. Mm-hmm. so it, it's hard to say that drew Brees is getting old and is the cause of all this misalignment with their offense because it's just uh on paper it doesn't make sense if you give him his best weapon back i can guarantee you that he's going to be fine
0: and some people will clamor and say that The Saints are a classic example of what happens when you put too much money into your, you know, a couple top-end stars. Drew Brees is getting paid. Alvin Kamara is getting paid. Michael Thomas is getting paid. You know, Marshawn Lattimore on defense is getting paid. But besides that, you know, you notice those guys every time they're on the field. But after that, it's, you know, you got to think, where's all the rest of that production going to come from? And on their, their defense, they couldn't stop the Raiders last night. Which, you know, shout out to the Raiders. They looked okay.
1: I mean, it's their first game in their new home stadium in Las Vegas. It's a it's a big moment for them. So it was kind of a signature win already in their young
0: season. Yeah, and so. they're two and zero now. I mean, the a, first first one was against a questionable Panthers team, but still two and zero. It's two and zero. I would like to see where they are
1: like midway through the season. The Raiders have always been a team that start off kind of good and then just trail off. So I'll be interested to see once they start playing AFC West opponents like their own division because that's mm-hmm. a tough division this it year. Is.
0: It is. Uh, Anybody else surprised you or shock you or all you or anything this weekend?
1: I think the thing that really surprised me the most from not just this weekend, but from going back to the first weekend is how absolutely terrible Carson Wentz looks. He doesn't look good,
0: man. He He doesn't. It is his fifth year in the league, and he looks like a rookie out there who's lost. He's supposed to be taking steps forward, and I don't know, man. It just seems, seems to me like. He just folds under pressure sometimes, and I don't know if that's an unfair assessment because we haven't seen him in a lot of like playoff situations or true pressure situations. But it's weird how he can look—he can go from looking so bad, like he has the first couple weeks, and then you take last year when they ended up making that that miracle run to the playoffs. He looked great. It's—he's so hot and cold. It's so you, in, you don't need. He's that. incredibly streaky, and from from what
1: I hear from like the whisperings that I've heard about it, he is not a good locker room guy. It doesn't seem like it. It doesn't I, seem I like hear, anybody wants the to play team, for him. the team, like, everyone dislikes Carson Wentz is what I hear. I can see it. Like, I, I mean,
0: just by looking at the guy and the way he carries himself, I could totally understand people not, not liking him, not following his lead in the locker room or even on the field. He just seems like he's kind of a headstrong personality. Who's He seems like he's always gotten his way, you know, just by the way he carries himself. I don't know the guy personally. I can't speak on his character. That's just what it seems like to me.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I've heard that's all true. I I actually had... You have insider information? I've heard inside information about that. Do you know Carson Wentz? I I do not know Carson Wentz, but someone I know who knows someone knows. (laughs)
0: Wow. All right, that was very vague. Yes,
1: it's very vague. We do not want to get into it.
0: Yeah, we don't want to get into it. We don't want anybody to lose their job. I don't want Carson Wentz to show up
1: at my house and start to kick my ass, because even though he's a shitty quarterback, he could still beat my ass. I don't
0: know. I think you could take Carson Wentz.
1: I should write him a letter.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like, Dear a, Mr. Wentz. A strongly worded letter to, <laughs> yeah. to Mr. Wentz. Either step up or let's go. <laughs> like The other thing I'm really surprised about, um, just quick touch on this real quickly, was the Chiefs and Chargers game. Justin Herbert looked great. Oh, Justin Herbert looks like he's going to be the future of that team. Yeah, and you know he's going to be. He's so. going to be. And it's just so weird that they announced that if Tyrod Taylor is healthy, he's going to start. Well, no see, no that's what. another
1: injury right there. Tyrod Taylor getting hurt like that too. So, did
0: they even say what he had? Did they just said like I a hear. miscellaneous it.
1: chest injury. Like did yeah, he have a heart attack? I mean, attack? I mean yeah, he is died he o- on the field. Is he okay? He's buried under the field right <laughs> now. It? No, uh, but Wheelless Herbert looks really three. good, and he
0: almost won that game. So, yeah, he's the kid's got a bright future, man. Yeah, he's going to be stud. So Scott, I want to talk about this beer for a second—the BrewDog Pulp Patriot Raspberry. Yes, Pulp Patriot, the raspberry. Uh,
1: the milkshake IPA, which is a style of
0: IPA that I don't know if you're familiar with. Really, hold on, the spider, spiders. Oh no, spiders! Please kill it. No, it's fine. It's okay. He's allowed to live. There's no. He it's... eats the small bugs. He's fine. I'm a small bug. Are you a small bug? I might be. All right. Well, I'll keep I'll keep an eye out for the spider. He's. I think he's fine. Um. Anyway, continue with your.
1: No, I was, I was just saying, I didn't know if you knew about the subsection of IPAs that is milkshake IPAs. I'm assuming
0: they're just milky and creamy. Are they made with milk stout or milk something? I, I don't really know how they're
1: brewed, but I do know that they are creamy. They are. They probably have some sort of lactose in them, I would imagine. I have no idea. I haven't read the back of the can. It's a lot of words. I, I don't get can. into the science of it. I just drink
0: it because I'm a big, dumb idiot. 9.5% alcohol by volume. Like I said, I just drink it because I'm a big, dumb idiot. So <laughs> A big, dumb idiot. So... I think it's okay.
1: I, as someone who likes IPAs, this is delicious. Like, I love this beer. I'm going to go out and probably buy this beer. Oh, no. You're you're sold already? I'm, I'm, I'm sold for now. I mean, there's nothing that I can see that might change it. But when we get to the final rating at the end of the day, who knows? We'll see what happens. But what if
0: I told you it was brewed in Ohio? Ohio is a weird place. Ohio
1: is the home to the best football team in the NFL. Cincinnati Bengals. I was letting
0: you have that. I mean, you, you saw how that. Joe Burrow played. He's but they, the future. But they lost to the Browns, who you have already came out and said are the worst. They are the worst. So then, how they beat the Bengals? Because if you lose to the worst, that makes you the, the, the lack worst. of
1: a preseason has. Oh, oh, here we go. Has stunted Joe Burrow's here growth, but he came alive in the second here we half go. of that game. That's
0: why he finished so good. I'm not buying it. You're man. gonna, you're
1: gonna see this week when they dominate the Eagles.
0: Ooh, you heard it here first. We'll talk about that later. But right now, I want to talk about the NBA. Uh, and since we missed last week, we missed the catastrophic failure that was the Clippers blowing a 3-1 lead a la Golden State to the Denver Nuggets. I don't know how you do that. Because you got way off pee. Yeah. Did you hear that he gave a speech after the... Uh, about
1: what? What about, did Paul George uh, About said? how
0: it wasn't how we wanted the season to end, boys, but let's go out there and get them next year and apparently that everyone man should was, be cut from the team. Everyone with eye rolling and Paul,
1: Paul George should be cut from the team. Like they were calling him PG 13% on Twitter because <laughs> of his field goal. Yikes. Average. Like that he that was one of the most terrible collapses I've ever seen. That was catastrophic for a team who was the odds on Vegas favorite going
0: into the playoffs just to win? Not even like we're not even talking about the series, like in general to With win the, the entire overall.
1: Thing. They were the highest before the tournament started. They were the highest seed pretty much in Vegas's eyes. Lakers may have been number one in the West, but the money was on the Clippers.
0: Yeah, and, and I thought that was smart money, honestly,
1: right? And to not even make the Western Conference finals, that's what are you doing you spent like you traded away so much to get paul george like it was crazy what they traded i believe i think it was like th- two or three first round it was picks.
0: three unprotected first round picks and shea gilgis alexander who has been he was awesome for the thunder all year and paul great. george
1: has done absolutely nothing in the postseason it's terrible like, no
0: he she just goes ghost it, it, i don't know
1: what they were doing and i don't know what they're gonna do here from here out yeah they're like, gonna be
0: crunched now because now you you trade all those assets away now all of a sudden you don't have first round picks you don't have trade capital anymore you i'm assuming they have young guys who are going to want to get paid at some point and now you got all your money tied up in and and from what and i heard George. Kawhi's not happy about everything either i'm like. sure he's not he led the team in every stat, statistical category points rebounds assists everything and you know you, you when you perform like that and you're not getting help from the guy who's supposed to be your number two. You brought him in to be your number two, and he, does, he doesn't show up when you need him to. Like, Where do you go from there? I, I don't know, and it's going to be interesting
1: to see what they end up doing about it, because obviously the way that team was put together either was a lack of car, uh, chemistry or something, but freaking Paul George did not step up at all. And to to continue on the way that they're built right now, I don't know if they're going to be any better next year.
0: And do you? how do you think this stacks up to... Um, Something like the Warriors when the Warriors blew their three one lead to the Heat. I, I almost I think this is way worse because you can look at that Heat team and say you know they got LeBron James who at the time was you know probably the best. I mean he some people still say he is but you couldn't really argue against him being the best player in the world yeah, at in that the prime point. of his career. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like uh, no that I would definitely say when you're playing against a team with that much talent, it wouldn't be a surprise to lose three games in a row. No, it but could the problem is you're not playing. If you're the Clippers, you're not playing the Miami Heat from when LeBron was there. No, you're playing, you're playing the
0: Denver Nuggets. Or the, oh, I'm sorry, with the Miami Heat, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh yeah,
1: Cal- Cavaliers. Yeah, my bad.
0: Got to clarify that. That was yeah. my bad. I led you in the wrong way. You led me in the wrong way. Sorry. My apologies. It's LeBron's fine. been foot fl- flopping teams a lot, so it's yeah. hard to keep track of where he's at at any given time. Right. So I mean, yeah, they got they got Jokic and and Murray, who are you know they're awesome players by themselves, but. They ain't no LeBron James, you know? right?
1: And then, and who are you gonna have? Like, it's it's crazy to think that that was just the way it went down. Like and you were dominating, you were three to one, and you couldn't even get one of the last three out. Like, no, just terrible. needed
0: one. And do you think this just opens up the the Lakers just to go right to the finals and win the whole thing or?
1: I, I mean I think so. I mean obviously we've seen the uh, the Nuggets were playing him close the other night. Yeah, like, Anthony Davis and, and, and the Anthony three, Davis last-minute shot to win the game. Uh, apparently he called Kobe. So which is a which is gangster move. Which is a I, I don't move. believe it, but I think it's a gangster I, that's move. That's what they're
0: saying, man. They're saying he said he called Kobe. They asked him in the interview. Well, of course he's going to say that because he looks like a god. But I don't know. I'm not I'm not digging it. I'm not buying it. I mean I'm not sure, man. I don't know. All I know is even though the Nuggets almost got
1: that one, it's it's still a tough task to ask them to come back now and win four
0: out of the next, like... Six. Six, so it's just... That's math. That's math. I'm, I know I put you on the spot with math. Don't do not do that. Or with it five? No, it's not five. Yeah, it's five.
1: Five. Yeah, Four of the next five. It's two games. Why would I let you talk to me? Yeah, we're... Why would
0: I... <laughs> we're don't bad don't come math. to us on math. Yeah, math is not our thing. Beer and sports are our thing, yes, but not math. Which,
1: by the way, the 9.5% of that beer is, I think, starting to affect me. It's starting to creep into it's your... It's starting area.
0: to creep in. Um, and your 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 boys the heat. 2-1. Easily, two one. It could easily it could easily be two one the other way though. It could very easily it could be, be 3-0 it could either way, be 3-0 too. Three oh in
1: Boston's favor, but that's what's I guess if you're a a Celtics fan, I guess it could be kind of scary because up until this last game, up until game three, where the Celtics just dominated throughout the whole thing, you were dominating you had massive leads in both of those
0: first two games. Yeah, and do you think that that could be a, a serious change or where you you know you could be up 3 nothing now you you let a team off the hook and now all of a sudden you're down 2-1 like that's such a big swing it's a huge swing especially when you're in the eastern
1: you're in the finals you're in the conference finals right now you can't just give up two games it's like look at how the heat got here they had only lost one game up until that point right now they they've only lost two games in the entire playoffs
0: mm-hmm. That's very impressive, and the Celtics played them like you said. They played them to the T the entire game. They were they were winning for most of these games. They had chances down the stretch to close them out, and they couldn't. You know, you can't give you cannot give teams second chances, especially in the playoffs when the margin of error is so slim that it doesn't take much for wins or losses.
1: Absolutely, and it's hard when you're playing like a, a team as complete as the Heat because I like you it. may Rhyme. not have I know you may not have any like bonafide superstars outside of jimmy butler if you want to call him a superstar borderline borderline like you're just playing good team basketball everyone on that team can score they all play defense oh yeah and that's like what got them there so uh, when you give them chances like that it's rough to come back from that and i will be surprised if boston ends up winning this series
0: you wouldn't be or you would i would be, be. I you would, would be surprised i'm telling you man gordon hayward the great white hope. The, I heard the, a lot
1: of conspiracy theories think that's why they're taking off so long between games to get Gordon Hayward healthy.
0: The pale assassin, man. i never seen a man as white as that. But he can ball. He can The, ball. Thing, the cool thing about him is like, he doesn't light up the stat sheet. Like people are hating on him. Like, oh yeah, they really missed his eight points a game. It's like, if you watch games, he affects games in so many different ways. Well, that's
1: the same reason why they Heat won the first two games. Jimmy Butler may not have put up statistically good numbers. But his defense, especially in the fourth corner creating turnovers, and his leadership ability is what was the difference in that game, in both of those games, honestly. And you need guys like that. Exactly. The Celtics you need are a young team, like too.
0: And Gordon Hayward, you know, he doesn't have a, a whole bunch of playoff experience, but he's been around the block a few times, man, with the Jazz. He's been in some playoff series, and he's got a lot of game experience. So you need guys like that towards the end of the season to lead you down the path to great success.
1: We'll see what happens. I'm I'm still with the heat on this one, even though Hayward's back in it for him.
0: I know those, those are your your boys, man. I love them, man. Ride, Ride or I'm die with to Buy a the heat. Tyler Hero jersey. I told everybody this. Don't do it. I'm going to do it. Don't do that. It's not a good investment. Never know, man. Jerseys are a terrible investment. Says the guy who has like eleven jerseys. As I as I hang my Odell Beckham Jr. jersey. Yeah, up. Yeah,
1: you wore your OBJ jersey.
0: Listen, on Sunday it's the only one I have right now. I gotta I gotta hit up China and get some some fake jerseys going. There you go. That's, that's the real go. move. Absolutely. I ain't paying no NFL store prices. Forget that. All right, Scott. Week three NFL. We'll get it right this time. Week three in the NFL. I want to go through, give our picks, and give a brief. We'll do better this time of actually giving our picks at the end of each analysis instead of having to recoup them all the way at the end. So first matchup is a traditional, ugly as hell Thursday night football game. The Dolphins and the Jaguars, man. I, I swear, they. I feel like they intentionally just throw like mediocre well, to bad games. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the thing,
1: though, because it's games that most people aren't going to see because right now, at least, they're on the NFL network. And, I mean, obviously, there's a lot of hardcore football fans out there who subscribe to the sports packages like that to get that. But it's not going to be your casual, everyday football watcher who just puts it on because it's Sunday. Yeah. So they're going to put the teams that aren't going to garner the most views there, and it always seems to be something crappy. Last week, it was the Bengals and the Browns. But I would like to point out that was a good game. It ended up being a fairly close game at the end. And I think this game could has a potential to be as equally as high scoring.
0: Oh yeah, I agree with that. I mean, you got Fitzpatrick who can go out there and throw. We've always talked; he's either going to throw five touchdowns or five interceptions. Man, he goes out there and just lets it lets it fly, which is cool. It's fun to watch. And Minshew's kind of the same way, but a little. I think he's a little better. Minshew,
1: Minshew is the goat, man. He is the best. He's. Can you tell me how that team is almost two and zero?
0: Yeah, they, they probably should be 2-0. and
1: They probably should be 2-0. and And for a team that everyone picked to come in dead last out of everyone this year, that's pretty impressive. And a lot of it is owed to Gardner Minshew. He has been stepping up, and he's been
0: looking really good. Yeah, he's, he has been. He's been good. And they've got weapons. I mean, James Robinson, shout out my fantasy team. Smartest man in the room for picking him up on waivers before he started. Had 100 yards last week. They got Shark and... And um, that new Chennault, kid for them yeah they got all kinds of weapons man they're a fun team i just the, the problem with them is i feel like i feel like they are going to be something like what the dolphins were like the last couple of years like a team that you don't mind watching on tv because they put up a lot of points but like that's not how you win football games no they're
1: probably gonna finish with like five or six wins yeah so.
0: most but you know cool story i mean and Minshew's is a likable guy i hope he does well so I,
1: I think if they stick with him and they build around him they really have something like the start of something special there they could be
0: yeah, I don't. I don't disagree with you. Um, so, Dolphins at Jaguars. Who are you taking? I'm taking the Jags. I'm gonna take. I, I feel like I have to take some picks that just aren't what you say because I feel like we have a similar.
1: Thought I feel process. like we agree
0: too much because we're both very logical human beings, mm-hmm. and that's what is never right when you just go and pick the favorite. You're that's always true. wrong. So I'm gonna go with the Dolphins because why not? Okay, you know, it's,
1: I like that reasoning because why not?
0: Because I feel like the Jaguar. My real reason is I feel like the Jaguars are a team that while they look good the first two weeks overall. They're a team that will lack consistency. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they come out and just look absolutely atrocious in week three. I mean, it
1: would it would surprise me if they did look atrocious, though. They're playing the Dolphins. That's
0: true. You have to take that into account. They are playing the Dolphins, but, you know. Uh, 49ers and Giants. I mean, the 49ers are only four and a half point favorites, but I think that has a lot to do with the uncertainty of whether or not Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo is right.
1: I mean, and to be honest, with him out and then you have Kittle out. And is, Kittle, Mostert, is I think
0: Kittle is, is going to play. Back? I think Kittle will play. I mean, it's it's questionable. What about but I, Mostert? Is he still out? That I don't know. I think Mostert is doubtful.
1: Because if you have all of those guys out, I can see the Giants. But the, the problem is the Giants' arguably best offensive weapon is
0: also out for the year. But they played all right when he was out. I mean, Deion Lewis came in and did a, a serviceable job. He was... He was, uh he was i don't fine. know i don't know if
1: you i don't know if you if serviceable is good no enough no to i be mean NFC champion no 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 year, no I'm so. not
0: but then again is is serviceable good enough to beat a backup quarterback and missing Nick bosa and missing your starting running back and missing half of your offensive line and other parts of your defense the 49ers got hit the worst this on every oh, absolutely.
1: Injuries. They got, they got mauled. They got decimated. And they
0: still beat the hell out of the Jets.
1: And they still beat the hell out of the Jets. So I guess that comes down to how do you think the Giants compared are to the,
0: the Jets? <laughs> are the Giants that much better than the <laughs> Jets or not? Um, I don't think the Giants will win, but I do think the Giants have a tendency now, like I told you when we first talked about this team, is that they would be in games and find ways to lose games. In the first week, it was that interception on the goal line where they had a 19-play drive, went all the way down and threw an interception and this last week it was just completely anemic offense for the first most of the game for the first half and almost 3 quarters of the game you know they turned it on later in the game but they had a chance to win that game last week too so i think that they'll keep it close but ultimately i don't think they have enough to beat the 49ers and i'm
1: i'm also going with the 49ers here
0: too or cons- i just don't i don't see it consensus on that um the falcons and the bears i think this might be the matchup of the best Owen 2 team and the worst 2-0 team. What do yeah, you think about this is, that? This is
1: definitely an intriguing matchup because if you think about it, the Falcons probably shouldn't be 0-2. No,
0: they should at, at, the, very at the very least be 1-1. One one one. One. At the very least. A they, monumental
1: collapse. They dominated that game for most of it and then they just collapsed at the end. I will say that Mitch Trubisky has been looking better for the Bears. He's made us
0: eat our words. I mean, we, we, sh- we shit on him, honestly, to be frank, but... He's been fine. He hasn't been the reason they've won two games, obviously, but I couldn't, even if they would have lost last week or the first week, I couldn't have looked at him and said, that's the reason why.
1: Right, I agree with that. And it's it's shocking to me to see Mitch Trubisky actually do decent. So, I mean, the Falcons, though, I just never have faith in them because of what happened last week, because of things like that. This seems to be like their MO. They always seem to get ahead, then lose. Or so the, get
0: down too or too much early and then have to come back like they did against the Seahawks. Right.
1: So uh, I can't trust them. So I'm gonna have to go with the Bears on this one. Really,
0: I'm shocked. I'm going with the Bears on this one. I actually think, I think the Falcons win this game by by ten points or more. By ten
1: points or more. I, I think. Don't know.
0: I think they come out and I think they really they really go for it. I mean, at this point you're 0 two. You at this point you almost have nothing to lose. You know, the Bears have a good defense. They have they have Khalil Mack, but I don't know, man. Matt Ryan and those receivers, Ridley and Julio Jones, they got some weapons, man.
1: No, I know. I know they, they have I know they have weapons, but I just don't have faith in them as a team. I don't have faith in them as a team to finish. because fair.
0: They they haven't shown me anything that they can finish games yet. That's fair. This next one is super intriguing to me because I think this might be my I don't think this is an upset of, of a win. I think this this is my most surprising line. The Rams and the Bills, both two and the Bills are at home, so keep that in mind, but I don't believe there's going to be any fans in New York, for in Buffalo, but they're two-point favorites. The Bills are actually favored to win this game. The Bills are favored to win? I mean, the Bills had an impressive offensive showing. I, no, I think... But the Bills also, you have to take into account who did the Bills play. They played the Dolphins and the Jets, who might be two of the three or four worst teams in Can the league. Can I counter that argument? Go ahead. Who did the Rams play? The Eagles and the Cowboys. You can't tell me that the Eagles and the Cowboys are worse than the Jets and the Dolphins.
1: I th I, I, I Jets can tell are, you that the Jets might be historically bad. The Jets are gonna be the worst team in the NFL. And the, the Cow- Eagles are probably gonna be around the second or third. I don't think so. I
0: absolutely think so. I don't so. think so. They have not shown anything to be any different right now. They're absolutely but even garbage. then, I, I I will not I will not dispute that too much, but you can't say that the Cowboys out of that group of four are far and away the best team. They're much better than the Dolphins. They're much better than the Dolphins.
1: They're marginally better. They're than They're not the Dolphins.
0: marginally better. They're marginally. What have, what have the Dolphins done that makes you think that they can? What have the Cowboys done? They beat. They, they choke p- artists. In fact, they they had to be given the game. But they put up they put up forty points at, on offense against the Falcons. I mean, I know that's not the biggest the biggest accomplishment in the world. But they also played the Rams pretty tough, man. The Rams are not a bad team, no matter how much you I, hate on the Rams. I don't have faith in the Rams. I know you don't. I don't you have hate faith on the, in the Rams. Rams. That's why, I mean you could tell me. I could tell you who I'm going with. In this and you know what? And you know why I think you're wrong about the Rams this year?
1: Because you have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup on your fantasy. I do, team.
0: but the reason, <laughs> the real reason I think the Rams are different this year is because if you look at their their share of plays, they're not relying on Jared Goff to throw the ball a million times. Jared Goff has only thrown the ball 58 times all year. That's not a lot, and they have three running backs less than
1: Andy Dalton last week. Well, now that, not yeah. Andy Dalton. Sorry, Joe Burrow. Yeah.
0: And now they have they have three running backs. One I think is hurt. I think uh, Akers might miss this week. But they had three running backs. They were cycling in and out. Who all did different things. They were set up in a good position. You know they have wide receivers in Woods and Cup. They have Tyler Higby as a tight end. They got some weapons, man. I, know.
1: I think Josh Allen is playing out of his mind. Right I agree now. with that. But I, and- I would like
0: to see what I w- I'm really curious to see what Josh Allen does this week against an actual team with like Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey and like guys who play defense and not like the Jets. We'll see. We'll see. I'm still. I'm still going with Buffalo on this one. I'm going Rams. I'm on the Rams wagon. Browns the Ram versus wagon. the Ram wagon. <laughs> the Rams versus the. Oh, i sorry. I'm looking at the Rams. You got me all hyped up on the Rams wagon. Sorry. I'm sorry. Got sorry me all hyped I didn't mean up. to get you on the Rams It's okay. Wagon. The Washington football team versus the Cleveland Browns.
1: This is an interesting matchup here. The football team did not look good this past week. They did not. They did not look good this last week. And their only win so far is against the Eagles, which, after seeing the Eagles play the Rams, if I'm going by, I think the Rams are overrated and not that great, and they beat the Eagles, that means I don't think the Eagles are a very tough win. Mm-hmm. And the football team, I don't know. I'm I'm going to have to go with the Browns on this one. I think Baker Browns. Mayfield's not looking terrible. Nick Chubb's playing out of his mind right now. Kareem Hunt's playing well. Their rushing offense is just so good. They're not
0: throwing the ball that much, but when they are, Odell Beckham is making plays again. He's not making like home run over the top plays, but you know, he's getting 70 yards a game. And then they go up big and then they run the ball. That's what yeah, they do,
1: which is all they really need to do. I mean, the Bengals almost came back on him, but that took a really good looking performance from Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. And I trust Joe Burrow more than I trust Dwayne Haskins. So I don't know. I don't think the Redskins have a, sorry,
0: the football team have a chance on this one. So I'm going with the Browns. I agree. I'm also going with the Browns. Titans and Vikings. Oh, no. He gives me the look. I'll talk about the Vikings. So the Vikings have been absolutely pitiful the first two weeks of the season, which is a big shock to us. We both picked the Vikings as our pick to win that division this year over the Packers, who you know we'll talk about in a little bit. But they've been bad. They've been atrocious. They have been...
1: M- mainly kirk cousins what has happened to this man what ha- has he always been like this is he- you think we were fooled the last couple years because he had weapons with like thelon and thelon and Diggs on the same team like
0: I-, I mean he was good with the redskins too and they had less to work with than that so
1: i just don't get it like he had i think 58 yards and three interceptions
0: r.i.p your fantasy
1: team r.i.p my fantasy team how do you even do that bad how how is that possible
0: they were so bad. I'm surprised the Titans are only two and a half point favorites in this game. I I'm
1: going with the Titans on this one. I can't I can't even look at the Vikings anymore. They make me
0: sick. The Vikings right the ship and and win this game. Ooh, Ryan I, Ryan Tannehill has his first bad game of the year, and Kirk Cousins has a bounce back game, and they win. A, I'm they win. Not starting him in my fantasy league. They win a close one. They win a close one. Raiders and Patriots. This is an interesting one because the Raiders are looking pretty good this year. The Patriots are heavy favorites. Almost what, uh, a full touchdown. Is this, in, is this in Foxborough? It is in Foxborough.
1: Okay. I mean, Patriots arguably should have, like, they could have won that game.
0: They could be 2-0 and easily. They could
1: be 2-0 and easily. Obviously, the Raiders are 2-0. and But I think it's a Bill Belichick team. It's so, like, cohesive and put together. It's hard to beat them, especially in Foxborough. They will not beat themselves. They will not beat themselves. And I think that Cam Newton's actually looked pretty good for them. He's been awesome. Shout out to he's Cam been, Newton. He's been I, I was a huge good. doubter. So was I. I'm not going to lie. He's
0: been. He's looked great. I can't he's, I can't even front on him. He's he, looked great. He's
1: running that offense really well. And I think it's going to be really tough to beat them in there. So I'm going to go with the Patriots on this one.
0: So am I. The Raiders showed me a lot last night beating the Saints. But I, I don't know. That's one of the things. I don't know if that's more on the Raiders being a better team or if that's on the Saints as being on the decline. Bengals and Eagles. Eagles are six point favorites.
1: Eagles are six point what is in Philadelphia, so. Eagles win. That's e- all I'm saying. That's all you're saying? That's all I have to say. I think after watching Joe Burrow put together his performance last week, I think he's finally gotten like starting to get a hang of the feel, the speed of the game. I think this might be the week where he takes a step forward and gets his first win. I the Eagles have shown me nothing. And I mean you can say the Bengals defense is trash, which cause it is, but Carson Wentz does a good enough job of getting himself in trouble to where the defense won't really have to be that big of a factor. So I don't know. Unless Carson Wentz snaps out of this whole funk that he's been in, uh, I see the Bengals win in this one.
0: Eagles win. I'm saying Bengals. Eagles win. Texans versus Steelers. The Texans are... They might be up there for the best 0-2 team in the league. They have had a really tough schedule to start the season, man. They
1: haven't had... At an absolutely brutal you schedule. have to play
0: the chiefs and then the ravens and back to back weeks and honestly you know just being totally upfront, they haven't looked that great they really haven't no they haven't they look like a, the classic texans team where they'll they'll make the playoffs and they'll get knocked out in the first round well it makes you wonder how much they're missing deandre hopkins like a ton,
1: it, it's, a ton. it's it's crazy to think that they had to. well if you listen to reports they had to trade him away because of uh Debit and his head coach because so, bill o'brien
0: is trash yeah I can't believe you keep a, a terrible head coach over the almost a, arguably the, the best receiver in the league. Top three receiver in the league. Easily. Me, def- I think top two, at least. Yeah. I think it's between him and Julio. I don't know. Michael It might be between him and Michael Thomas. I, mean Michael I think Julio is, is a third. Think he's strong three. third. But I eh. they haven't looked good. They
1: haven't looked good. Arguably, their best downfield threat now you have Will Fuller.
0: RIP, your R. fantasy R. I. P. team. My fantasy
1: team did not even get one look last week. He had, no, he had one carry for no yards. Okay, he had a carry, but he didn't get any looks down the field. Mm-hmm. Like He got no passes. Mm-hmm. So, literally, it's, they their offense is looking inept. And, I mean, you got J.J. Watt on the defense still, but I, I don't know. I can't say Pittsburgh's looking much better, though. Ben uh, B- Big Ben has not been doing that great. He's been okay. He's, He's been, been fine. All right. He's been okay. He hasn't been as good as he was before he went out last year with the injury. So... This is a tough one, honestly. For me, this is a tough one. And I hate to say this, but I'm probably going with the Steelers.
0: I think my theme this week is picking teams that are 0-2 or 1 and 1 that are gonna kinda like right their ship. And I think the Texans will get a win this week. I think they'll find a way to get they they just need one. And I get that feeling with with no other reason than I just have a feeling that they'll they'll find a way to get it done this week. You just need a win. You can't go 0 and 3. You just can't. And I think they'll they'll be desperate and I think they'll go out and put a good showing forward. The stinker of the week. The Colts and the Jets. I don't even want to talk about this game that much. I don't think there's much to say about it. The Jets are terrible. The Jets are terrible. The Colts the are Colts mediocre. haven't
1: been much better.
0: Like yeah, but Phillip Rivers, I mean. They're a 10.5 point favorites right now.
1: 10.5. I mean, it's simply because it's. The, the Jets. Jets are just so bad. The, like, the Jets are so bad. They have shown absolutely nothing. I'm going with the Colts on this one. Yeah.
0: Colts, there's no. The Jets have done nothing to make me believe they won't get smacked around. The Jets won't get smacked around. Panthers and Chargers is, is interesting, because I think it depends a lot on if Justin Herbert starts or Tyrod Taylor starts. Justin
1: it. Herbert looked really good. He looked great. He looked really good. And I don't know, like, if you are the Chargers, after how good he looked, do you, even if Tyrod Taylor's healthy, like, do you star him?
0: I mean, if you're asking me if I'm the Chargers, no. There's, There's, no, no, reason There's, no, There's reason no reason to. There's no reason to. This he clearly kid, was ready.
1: This kid's ready for the game. You may as well get him the experience. No one's expecting this to be a good year. For them,
0: yeah, go out there and go show out us what there you and let's see what you can do.
1: Get some experience by the time next year comes around. Who knows what will happen?
0: But that being said, they won't, they'll play Tyrod Taylor and they will lose to the Panthers because that's just the Chargers thing to do. It's, isn't it? Doesn't it just it feel it's like the that's chargers the Chargers thing, thing to, do? to do?
1: But no McCaffrey,
0: no McCaffrey. Teddy Bridgewater had a pretty good game though, two for almost 400 yards. I know, I know, but
1: uh, we are go with the Chargers in this
0: one, okay? Fair enough, Buccaneers and Broncos. The Broncos are missing their starting quarterback, more than likely. Jeff Driscoll is a fine backup, but he's not a starter. He's going against Tom Brady. Yeah. I have to get this one on the tape. I day. don't think there's any reason to think that the Broncos no. will win this game. No. Lions and Cardinals. The most surprising team in the NFL, in my opinion, is the Cardinals. They have looked really good. They looked great last week. Oh, they looked really good. Kyler Murray is dynamic. He took a step forward this year. He really did. He took a step forward. I was a this big year. I was a big doubter. But oh, as was I, he's proved
1: me wrong as was I, but that, I mean, they played the football team. So, but still, man, but they I still, mean, that's still, still an really NFL team. Good. Exactly. It's still an NFL team. It's got all NFL players on there. It looked, he looked good. He looked really good. So I don't know, man. Like I, I used to hate on the Cardinals cause they were so bad for so long, but Kyler Murray is looking like he really might turn that franchise around.
0: I think Deandre Hopkins, the addition of Deandre Hopkins Absolutely. is such an, such a big thing for him. He's now got a guy that he can just look at and say, go make me a play, man. I'm going to give you a chance. I'm going to throw it up in the air. You go get it. Go make me a play. He never had that before. Now he does. So. Not at all.
1: And I think that's one of the great things about this offseason for the Cardinals. They really came out the winners on that trade. Yeah,
0: and they traded Johnson. And Kenyon Drake has been good for them as a running back. Yeah. He's been good. So he fills that role, and they get DeAndre Hopkins for like just about nothing. Yeah, which I, think, is I definitely think they win this game. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. I think there's the the Lions are just like an eh team. They're fine. They're going to be 0 3, though, but they're all right. They're not yeah. the worst 0 3 team in the league. No. Cowboys and Seahawks, are, it's always interesting when they get together. I feel like it's always some wacky nonsense that happens. when yeah. the, Like, I think of like the Tony Romo botched field goal hold uh-huh. in the playoffs, or if that was not in the playoffs, it was like Week 17. No, that
1: was that was the playoffs. It was, it was at the, the wild card round? I knew it
0: was round. either the wild card round or like the last yeah. week of the, the that season. That
1: was such a. As someone who dislikes the Cowboys, that makes me It was so awesome, mad. wasn't it? I love well, that video. It was, it was so great.
0: Good. It's so good. The Seahawks, though, this season. They're dominant. And they was such a weird team because I remember the Seahawks where they were fine on offense, but it was that defense that carried the them. It's the exact boom. opposite.
1: No, well, Russell Wilson is having an MVP season. He he does it every
0: year, but no one gives him any love.
1: He is playing at like completely insane right now. And the Cowboys had to be handed a game last week. Yeah, they you should don't be me wrong. Do. They have the Cowboys do have all the weapons there. When you have that team, like the depth they have at the receiver core, you had Zeke Elliott as your running back. They can like get into a shootout, but at the end of the day, the Seahawks have been so good looking, man. They are like, I have to give that to them going away. Like,
0: yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily see anything that makes me want to pick the Cowboys besides the fact that they have the weapons. They have weapons, so you never know. You never know on on a four twenty five game. You I mean, Probably you got, you got game Cooper,
1: of the week. you got Gallup, you got C.D. Lamb. Like, they're all... They're, Zeke.
0: Zeke. Like, theirs are Dak all stars. Like, Good offensive line.
1: Absolutely. Like, here's the crazy thing is, like, most of those receivers they have would be a, a wide receiver one on any other team. Most like, teams. Most teams. So, they have it, but it, I just don't know, man. They had to be handed that game last week. The Falcons breathe life into them.
0: Doesn't so, make you feel good.
1: Does not make you feel good, and the Seahawks will not do that. No,
0: they won't give they them that. They will not give them a chance. The Packers and the Saints as the uh, Sunday night game. Now, see. Which I'm I'm actually marginally surpri- surprised, even though it is in New Orleans, and I understand the Superdome is a whole thing, but the Packers are actually the underdog by three points. After the Saints laid an egg against the Raiders.
1: I know. And it's it's tough because obviously Drew Brees is messing his best weapon in Michael Thomas. And that factors into it. And I know people were talking about Drew Brees getting old. And I think the main reason is because they really are hurting without Michael Thomas. That's your best threat. It's one of the probably the best receiver in the NFL. Oh, yeah. And that if when you too. have a good team like the Packers coming into it, Aaron Rodgers is having a renaissance right now. He's been playing freaking good like
0: they've been able to run the ball which they haven't been able to do in years aaron jones has been unreal r.i.p. my fantasy team. r.i.p.
1: your fantasy team team. i don't know man they the packers have so many weapons
0: and they've been stepping up and Uh, their defense hasn't even been bad either no they haven't they've been they've been good enough
1: good enough to get him by and when you got aaron Rodgers in your backfield like that he's he's making plays so i'm gonna go with the packers on this one
0: i am too that's my underdog pick did I pick? Did we pick Cowboys Seahawks? I don't think we did. I think we glossed right over that.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I don't think I picked. I picked Seahawks for that one.
0: i picked Seahawks too. Okay, I think, I think we just, did say that. I can't remember. We'll go. We'll just make sure. Okay. And the Monday night game, the game that everyone's going to be waiting for this week, the two heavyweights in the AFC, the Chiefs and the Ravens.
1: That's going to be a good game.
0: That's in Baltimore. A good game. I three and a half points for the Ravens favorite.
1: I can understand that. The Ravens have a much better defense than.
0: The they Chiefs do did. and the Chiefs argued did not look very good against the Chargers they, they didn't. won they, they, but won they in, did not look good they
1: won in overtime
0: they, Mahomes they, looked bad in the beginning of that he game. did
1: look bad in the beginning of that game and then that's against I mean you're playing against the Chargers their defense is pretty good like you got Joey Bosa up front like it's a pretty good team but it's nowhere near what the Ravens are going to put up and I I've like I've always been thinking, like Lamar Jackson is not going to be as good as what people say he is, but he's been looking
0: pretty good this year so far. He makes plays, man. He makes plays. If if it's, you if you make him a pocket passer, he becomes a little bit sus- suspect. But he's you keep, no one has been able to. He finds ways to break the pocket and run a little bit and keep you honest. And they, they do a good job of calling plays to take advantage of his skill set.
1: Absolutely, and it's to me for the Chiefs to win this one. It's going to have to be a shootout, which I'm. I'm kind of anticipating one. I think they need to get going early, though. They can't get down big. No,
0: because they'll run, the Ravens have three running backs. They cycle in and out that can all run. Yeah. Ingram, Dobbins, and Edwards, I Which think. Dobbins, shout is. out to Dobbins. He's been looking like a beast this year. Yeah, he has been. Taking Ingram's job from him a little bit. I know. Yeah, I think that's. you're exactly right. I agree with that point 100%. If the Chiefs go down early, they're going to be in big trouble. I think. But then again, what the hell do we know? Because the Chiefs went down big in every, in every single, single playoff, playoff series yeah, I know. last year.
1: I understand. Every single one. Yeah, You can't ever count them out. And I think it is going to end up being a pretty good game. I'm really excited for
0: it. But I'm going to give it to the home team on this one. The Ravens. <sighs> this, is the, this is one. I don't know. It's like, I feel like you could flip a coin. I really do. I feel like you could flip a coin. But I think I will give it to the Ravens just because they're at home. And I think that they have something to prove a little bit because of how they went out in the playoffs last year against the Titans they kind of got punked out by him, and then the Chiefs go out and win the Super Bowl and the Ravens are probably sitting there thinking you know if we would have just beat the damn Titans that'd be us we would we would have been in that Super Bowl instead of the Chiefs so i think they'll come in with a chip on their shoulder i think they'll win but i think, but so I, think too. I think it'll be a, a good yeah, game I'm excited i hope for so it.
1: that's probably i mean other than the uh than my my Bengals game it's probably the game that i'm looking forward to the most it's this gross. week
0: don't say that it's gross all right Scott. So we've come we're coming to the end of our show. We've talked about our sports. Now let's talk about the beer. So today we uh we sipped on the Brewdog Pulp Patriot Raspberry Milkshake IPA. What do you think about it? I mean, I think I already know what you think about it. I mean, it, but-
1: I've, I think I've given it away already what I think about this. But this this IPA, this Milkshake IPA has been absolutely a joy. To oh, drink. he's he's glowing. Over I, am, there. I am I am glowing. I am so happy that Brightened his day that this beer came into my life. the The raspberry notes on it, and just the creaminess of it. It just hits the palate so good.
0: And I think even
1: as you, someone
0: who doesn't like IPAs at all, it's very well well understood that I am not an IPA guy. I, I'm sure
1: I, I, your opinion on this. I'm sure that you probably like this more than most IPAs.
0: Yes, that's exactly how I was going to start out. This is definitely the best IPA I've ever had. I haven't had many because I know I don't like them, so I try to stay away from them. But on, on the rating system of IPAs, this is by far the best one I've had because it doesn't give me that real, like I don't know what's the word, bitter? You think?
1: Like a bitter, Yeah, earthy. earthiness.
0: It doesn't give me that to the point where every sip I'm taking, I have to kind of sit there and let it let it dissipate a little and bit. And that,
1: that's a big thing with the creaminess that's what milkshake ipas are good for because it introduces the cream factor into there so it's really a lot softer on the palate than as how know how normal ipa would be harsh mm-hmm. but the the addition of the raspberry in there it's it's fruity enough to where it's like this is
0: really good like i love this beer so what are you going to give it we're on a we're on a one to five i believe we are we
1: here. are on a one to five scale i am going to give this a four point five.
0: Oh, a four point five. What did you give the? What did you give the first beer we had? Do you remember the first beer, the uh, the, the sour that we had? The Sour, yeah. Was it? Was I it think a 4. I gave it a four. So it's better than the sour. I think it's better to me. It's better than the sour. So for me, I feel like this is something that it's gonna. It's like you're gonna say all the things we said about it. You're gonna look at him and say, "There's no way this man just said this." But this is a this is a three and a half for me. So we we're, we're considering three average, strictly average, right in the middle. Because I think two and a half is is not quite average, so three or is it two and a half average?
1: I don't. Think I think not. well, if you if you think about it, two and a half is, is half of half of five. So, but I feel like most people would say two and a half is a relatively low score.
0: Yeah. So, so we're gonna call. I can't remember. I think we had the same problem last time too. Yeah. You know what? We're gonna call two and a half average for okay. continuity's sake. Okay. So two and a half is average. Um, this is probably a three point two five for me. This is a just slightly above above average. It's just a little bit better than that because I am, truth be told, not an IPA fan. I do not like IPAs. I never have once claimed to like IPAs, but this is something that I could drink. It's something that, um, you know, I don't know if I could have a a whole four pack of it, but I think I could have a couple of these and be happy with it. I think it might grow old a little quick on me, but like I said, the raspberry flavors are there. It's not overly bitter or earthy. Um, I think it's a good beer for sipping, honestly. No, I it's, think it's, it's
1: delicious, and I actually am going to be looking for this the next time I go out shopping.
0: Is it just because of the nine nine point five percent on there?
1: I mean, that never
0: hurts anything, right?
1: It never hurts, but no. it's, it's delicious for what it is. For nine point five percent, a beer that strong,
0: yeah. And that's another really thing good. too. For being nine point five percent, I've had some a couple nine point five percent beers in my in my lifetime. It does not taste like a 9.5% beer. No,
1: it tastes really
0: good. Which I'm is dangerous, kidding. actually. Yes, it
1: is. <laughs> it really is. You put
0: back three or four of these, you'll be uh, <laughs> ass over teacups, as they say.
1: As they say, I'd be running naked down the
0: street. That's what I'd be doing. No one wants to see that. No one wants so to see that. No one wants to see
1: that. do not send me a case of this beer. Uh,
0: on that visual, I think we're going to wrap it up because I can't. I think I need to go use the bathroom and, uh, and get sick or something because that's gross, man. No one needs to. I'm sorry. No, you're not. I'm not. It's a 9.5%.
1: It's a 9.5% alcohol. You can blame that.
0: <laughs> That's what we're going to blame it on. Well, guys, um, as always, we thank you for listening to our podcast. Once again, we apologize for last week. Um, we really want to put this out every week. We just had some stuff going on in our personal lives where it just didn't make it possible to record. Um, so thanks for sticking around and listening to us as always. We really appreciate all the love and the feedback we get from you guys. And uh, just thank you for everything.
1: Thank you so much guys for listening and uh, hope you tune in next week where we hopefully will be back on a weekly schedule. We should be, but thanks for sticking around and have a wonderful night.